This week on Zen and Not Zen, Pro Time Edition. Paul Servito. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Good oh, the Sopranos dude, right? Dude, he was well, that, but fantastic also... in Money Talks. Money Talks, yeah. exactly. He was Money Talks <laughs> dad. Yeah, yeah, he's great. <laughs> Underappreciated <laughs> yeah. late 90s comedy. Charlie Sheen and Chris Tucker. Yeah, it's so good. What's his name? Uh, he's, uh... Is he or is he not Victor Moskin? Victor Moskin, right? He's Victor Moskin. He was great in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of his family's favorite in his canon. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, he's got a whole room dedicated yeah, to money talks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that. That was good, fellas. Yeah. But here, this is me and Chris Tucker. This is my money talks you're, entryway. Here, Paul Sorvino. This is me and Chris Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking the bad guy off Roadhouse. Bro time. Bro time. Bro time. And we start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant segue. Yes. In memoriam, 2022. In memoriam. Yeah. In memoriam. Memoriam. I think memoriam. it's nice the day after Halloween, where Halloween is the, the day where the, the veil is the thinnest between the living and the dead, mm-hmm. that we can talk about all those that we lost this year. That's great. Yeah. And November 1st is mm-hmm. the uh, Day of the Dead. There you- oh, Day of shit. Nice and shit. It's the, uh, well, let's get well, our fucking candy skulls out. out. I didn't get, know about that. Where's your decorative candy skull, Adam? Uh, I ate it last night. Uh, yeah. We actually not- got trick-or-treaters yesterday. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I was what talking- candy did you hand out? Uh, we what had, kind of house uh, are you? Oh, fuck. So we, we let people f- take handfuls okay, okay. of the... That, um, that can get out of control, though. Yeah, it did. It did. But, you know, whatever. We didn't have a lot of people. But... Uh, but we got the candies that are like the half candy bar size. Okay. Right? Not so the, not the fun size. Not the little bitty guys. Not yeah. like the checker not size. Yeah, well, see, see, the thing is like now it's like miniatures. Fun are, size, I think. Fun size is a load of shit. Yeah. That's like one and a half miniatures now. No. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah, tiny. Yeah. No, these are about half candy bar size. Okay. Oh, like kind of like the ones they sell at the grocery like store, the, like the, the, the long sleeve, mm-hmm. the long sleeve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, and we had a you know, good amount of kids. Good. You know, it was a lot of fun. But uh, but also Samhain. gave out apples Today's the third day of Samhain. What's that? Oh, Samhain, Samhain is... Samhain is the pagan holiday. The pagan holiday, yep. yes. So okay. Samhain is uh, another... Actually, I just did a podcast episode last week about Samhain. Oh, shit. You can check it out during I Modern Soul. Oh, dude. Yes. Yeah. Look plug. at that cross-marketing, bro. Ah, hey, there you go. <laughs> cross-marketing. Uh, but Samhain is a three-day festival. It goes from the, t- the 30th, 31st, and the 1st. Um, and it's uh, basically a pagan holiday. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, very similar to... <clears throat> wait, wait. Um, pagan is the witch thing, right? Or am I being an asshole saying no, that? No, I mean... Wicca is Wicca. more like if you want to say what Wicca, yeah. Yeah. Wicca. Thank Pagan you. Pagan is basically like it's it's um, not worshiping but re- respecting the earth. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of like earth based practices. So I, so Element, I got elemental, elemental connections go. with like. Is there a little I, bit of overlap yeah. if we're doing Venn diagram with Wiccan, or am I just like completely? I fucking, would say yeah. Like Wiccan Pagan, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Paganism yeah. and Wiccan, yeah, totally. Okay, okay. But uh, Wiccan. Well, is and what a lot I was of thinking. the like Judeo-Christian. Uh, traditions that we have come from pagan holidays. Yes. So like Christmas, All Hallows Easter, Eve, all Easter, this stuff. Yeah, those all are all pagan stuff holidays. Got started. Devil's Night. Ho- yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that uh, you know, once we we when the Europeans colonized uh, America and uh, different areas of uh, the world, yeah, we basically took the Catholic and the Christian holidays and said, no, yeah. this is what they mean. Right. We'll take your day, but this is what's going to happen mm-hmm. on that day. You know, so, um, and now we're where we're right now with all mm-hmm. these mishmashed fucking holidays and all this shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's good times. 
but yeah, but so, but the veil is very thin, you know, and that, that opportunity to, you know, speak to the spirits is there, you know, if you're, if you're of that belief system, um, and, uh, if you're not of that belief system, then it's maybe just a day to just appreciate the people that, that pass in your life. Yeah. You don't have to speak to them. You can just say, Hey, thanks mm-hmm. for, thanks for being that part of my life. You know? Keep them in your brain space. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know about you, but this month has been extremely difficult. There, I, I, like, I don't know what was going on energetically, but October was fucking awful for me. Yeah. And then the end of October, I felt like, yeah, well, I mean, but like, I, I, I say that because just within the last couple of days, I've felt like a shift like the weight has kind of been lifted. Like I was in a fog for weeks that I could not get out of. Yeah. And I, in my brain, I was like, oh, I, I just need to wait till Halloween. I just need to wait till Halloween where the, the, the veil can be lifted and whatever is working its way into my life can just like work itself out. But yeah. I just she, didn't know if, if that was anything going on. Like, um, she says this spiritually. while wearing, a crispy brand new Judd's hoodie. This is what brought me out. I say that yeah, because I mean, this is like, what brought me out of the go. fog <laughs> on the fucking 28th of October. I I even went into it trying to psych myself up because I was in the middle of such a deep depression yeah. that it was hard for me to function day to day. And even knowing that I was going to Nashville to go see this concert I've been looking forward to seeing forever. Like, you know those, I don't know if you guys deal with this, but like on the days where... You're like you're really looking forward to something, but you're in the middle of that depression funk. Like you, you can't get excited. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like there's some kind of block within me that I have to like fake it almost. Yeah. Until my brain catches up, yeah. and so even like throughout the whole day, I was like, just I could feel myself faking it, and then I swear to God, as soon as we got into that stadium and started hearing music. It, I could feel myself get lighter. Like it and by the end of the concert I was in a completely different headspace yep. and then I've been in that different headspace ever since. And so I want to credit A the Judds, B music, C I feel like the timing of like yeah. all the holiday and stuff like that, but yeah man, that Judd concert lifted me out of a month's long so, depression. So uh fucking awesome. Yeah. You yeah, that's great. Did you um did Dolly make a cameo? No dude, but let yeah. me tell you something. Okay. So so the way the Judds had been, the Judds tour had been set up since Naomi passed. Um, they had a special guest every every show yeah. that was different, and so our particular show was Trisha Yearwood, and then Martina McBride quote opens, but like great, I, yeah, like great. I mean she just did all of her best hits, and I've forgotten how many good songs that she had had, and she fucking killed it. But Brandy Carlisle was on the lineup for mm. one of the other shows, but not Nashville. And in my heart of hearts, I was a little bit bummed because it's not like I don't love Trisha Yearwood, but like if I had to choose between Trisha, Brandy, Brandy Carlisle local, all day. Right? It, well, no, she's actually from Washington. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's yeah, yeah, local, she's yeah. local. Yeah, here. So I was a little bit bummed. I was like, well, you know, whatever. And But I was like, we're in Nashville. It was uh, before they had added more dates. Nashville was the last show of the tour. So I was like, it's the Judd's hometown. There's going to be something special that happens. And I know it. And so I just kept like thinking that Dolly might come stop by. I was like, I know Ashley Judd's going to be here. I know Ashley Judd's going to be here. And so I was counting on Ashley Judd being here. And then like three songs in, Winona starts singing uh, uh, Tell Me About Love. And then she, Brandi Carlisle just struts out. And mm. she was not on the billing. And I lost my fucking mind. So we had Brandi Carlisle. And then we had Ashley Judd come out. 
course, it's Nashville. Because it's Nashville. Yeah, exactly. Out. And I fucking lost my mind because I, I love Ashley Judd. Um, I'm jealous it, of that hoodie. Dude, this hoodie is... <laughs> my my friend really is like good. a psycho, like a really psycho good. Judd fan. She had all the merch lined up. She's like, okay, this is what they have available. This is how much it costs. And I was like, I want that sweatshirt. We're going in. And, and she's like, they're selling out super quick because you can only get them for... Because it has the original tour dates. Oh, wow. Um... So anyway, so they had Ashley Judd, Brandi Carlisle, Trish Yearwood, and Martina McBride. And then they played Love Can Build a Bridge mm. with Naomi projected on the big ah, screen with her Tupac voice. And shit, huh? So it was all of them singing with Ashley Judd, Naomi Judd, I mean, Naomi Judd, Winona Judd, Brandi and Trisha and Martina, all of them singing together, Love Can Build a Bridge. Wow. And like, it was one of the most incredible moments in my life. Like just seeing all those legends on stage together and... I cried the whole time. That's great. Yeah. That's it was, great. It was the best. Right. It was the best concert ever. I love that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to back this up a little bit. Yeah. Do you mind if I help you unpack that? Please. That statement before. Okay. I saw you taking notes. I was excited. Okay. So not energetically speaking, like yeah. what's going on in the cosmos or shit like that, but in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> something you've been doing a lot of work on is, is yourself. Yeah. As we do work on ourselves, we start to open our empathy because we start to see how... If we're struggling this much, think of how others are struggling, yeah. right? That's a, that's, a, that's a question that starts to unlock in our brain, <clears throat> which creates empathy in us. So you're on this path. You're opening yourself up. You're an empath, mm-hmm. right? October was one of the weirdest Octobers we've ever had in Washington State. Thank you. It was warm until like a week ago. Yes. It hadn't rained yet. Yeah, it was fun. And, yes. And on top of that, the fire season had gotten worse and extended longer. Yes. There was a fog over the entire state. Oh my God, yes. The fog in your head, this right? It's very validating. Thank you. The, the, the combined accumulated anxiety of the entire state yeah. about we can't breathe, we can't go hiking, when's it going to fucking rain, why am I even praying for rain in October, this is so not like us, what the fuck is going on, right? Right. You're still working on how to interpret all that and how to create your boundaries for yourself. But right now you're like an open door. So yeah. all that shit's just fucking hitting you. Yeah. Right? So that's one of the things that pops first into mind about why you felt that big rush, right? Yeah. And that, that unease throughout October. Is overwhelming. Overwhelming, yeah. right? It's, it's, it's fucking crazy, yeah. right? That's a layer of, I'm not saying that's all of it, but that's yeah. just an no, observation. No, no, no. That totally makes sense. Now, when you went to that concert, mm-hmm. right? Um, there was the excitement of going, mm-hmm. right? There was the excitement, the anticipation of it, right? And that builds, in a lot of studies, the anticipation of something is even better than the actual receiving of the something. Yes. Right? Because, like, you could be let down or it could not meet expectations, but that excitement that you have leading up to something, like the journey towards the goal that you're reaching. Like, so excited yeah. that you're puking. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Right? And, uh, and so you have that excitement. So there's they're starting to clear away of that fog because there's there's a new emotion coming in, right? Mm, a higher vibration. Higher vibration, oh, okay. right? And okay. then you go into this this group, or this this area that is so energetically charged for thousands of other people are there, right? Dude, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> yeah, thousands of people there, yeah. right? And then you have the music that you so love. You're remembering a person that just passed away that you fucking idolized, that meant a lot to you. And you're shared within that experience of those thousands of people around you. Yeah. That is so fucking healing, yeah. right? You're all healing together. And then on top of that, music has its own healing nature. Applause is a very cleansing kind of atmosphere, right? Anything yeah. rattling, anything of that high-pitched kind of repetitive noise 
cleanses the shit out of the body. And just having like the entire crowd sing the same lyrics like i'm crying over the judds but it it's was powerful like, it yeah. was one of the most powerful things yes. like it was it was incredible and with everything that's been going on in the world and to be in that space with everybody else and everybody living in that moment so present it was truly beautiful you it felt was, supported yeah that's it awesome. was you yeah. felt supported by thousands of people yeah and sometimes we never even feel supported by our own selves. So yeah. when you have, you finally feel supported and validated and all the whatever adjectives you want to throw in there, that was your breath of fresh air. Yeah. And there you go. That was, it, it, it cleared the block. And I feel like music is something that, that does it quicker than most things. Like either when I sit down to play my instrument or mm-hmm. listen to a song and dance or even like in my car singing along to a song. Like music, I feel like I forget how that is my blockage remover a lot yeah. of the time. And um, yeah, and I think that's why I love going to concerts. I think that's why people love going to concerts so much because you are just like in that moment mm. so present. Yeah, it is. It totally is. And you're getting and hit you're by free. those. Like, I don't know about y'all, but like when I used to go to the raves back in the 90s, man, I would Fuck, fucking yeah. park my <laughs> that's ass more of a yes. speakers. That's more of a you. It's not, not, <laughs> not, not as much of me. Yeah. I would park my ass in front of those speakers yes. and just feel that bass and those subs just fucking blasting me right yeah and it was so therapeutic to Sand feel storm. that energy never felt more alive <laughs> not gonna lie i probably didn't get to say it was fucking it was the never 90s never felt you know? more alive what a great song uh, there was actually a time i don't know i, I know i've told robin this story but i was at a, a rave in austin and it was back when they flyered out, you know, there was like super secret and you go to like, oh yeah, the fucking oh, liar. oh God, show, right? those are the best. It's great. And uh, so we went to one and, um, and I was, I was, you know, on all the drugs <laughs> and, um, and we we're in this like one of those bumble ball circles, right? And people had those bumble balls, like this, like this oh, yeah, yeah, kid's yeah. toy and they would just rub it on people's heads. There's a lot of that going on in the nineties, you know, a lot of that fucking shit. So putting vapor rub on each other's totally, faces. Right, totally, right. <laughs> totally, yeah. right. And uh, you had the candy ravers bopping around, looking like you know Japanimation little Asian ladies, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. the pigtails, and all. it was just it was it was a scene. It was definitely. <laughs> yeah. I was wearing jinkos. If that, just yes! like, I'm just gonna just realize that <laughs> right away. Like would, I was within that crowd. Yeah. Right? I would yeah. pay so <laughs> much money to have a picture of you in jinko pants. That's oh, all I want Jinko's for Christmas. So big, you could hide another person. I wanted a pair of those Jinko's so bad. So big. <laughs> <laughs> Other jinkos. <laughs> But uh, so we're all sitting there and there is this guy sitting next to me and he kept saying, um, he's like, I'm knocking on the door of of reality. (laughs) Oh yeah, you did tell me that. (laughs) And I don't know what to do. And I'm like, after like the fourth time, I'm like, dude. Either fucking answer the door or walk away, dude. I'm, I'm yeah. done with this, right? I can't hear the same conversation over and over again with yourself. You keep knocking. Go this through is terrible, already. Right? And I'm looking at the guy. I'm like, just... <laughs> the, Judging him. He's probably wearing uh, fitting you know, like, jeans. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so fast forward to Poser. like an hour later. Uh, it's DJ Shadow. He was on stage. <laughs> Oh, my God. Fucking incredible. So, and also at that rave, (laughs) um, 
Yeah. <laughs> just all fucked up. All fucked up. Oh my God. And then, yeah, like an hour later, he's up there fucking leading the radio. Yeah. And, uh, okay, then after him, um, uh, some other DJ, I can't remember who the DJ was, was, was playing. I'm like, this is dope, whatever it is. And then out of nowhere, fucking Raekwon and Ghostface came out. And I'm the like, fuck? Austin's the best. Austin Raves are the best. Austin, yeah, no, I'm not on the bill. Have no idea why Raekwon and Ghostface were in the fucking right. city, right? Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Texas for in general. Yeah, they're on stage at this rave in a fucking warehouse. Dude. Huh, dude, it was great. It well, and I also love seeing other musicians joining up together that not that they don't have any business being together, but like playing each other's stuff and no, having you them show that. their appreciation. <laughs> like it's so it makes me feel joy for them as an artist, like that they also get to just be a musician in this moment. They're right. not a star. They're not putting on a show. Right. They're like enjoying each other's company and they're enjo- enjoying each other's art. And that's so cool when you get those special guests that come out like that because you just see them as people, yeah. like as fans of this person's music. And so I, I fucking love that. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love, yeah, I love the random mashups. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah. And, you know, okay, so we'll draw back to, to our topic, you know, uh, people that have passed away. But uh, I used to see uh, the, the random mashups a lot more, I think, in like maybe the 70s and 80s, you know, random musicians oh, popping yeah. up, like Clapton would pop up with some band Joni or fucking Mitchell whoever with everybody. it was. everybody, Graham still in Nashville, right. everybody. Yeah. And like you see that a lot in hip hop, which I love, oh, yeah. you know, a lot of guest stars, but I don't really see that in rock anymore. That's why I don't, that's yeah, why I didn't right. listen to Wu Tang Clan for like the first. 30 years of music was just like, ah, it's too confusing. I can't keep up with this shit. Yeah. There's a lot of Wu-Tang. Yeah, it's, a yeah. lot. it's a lot. It's, it's a like, lot. yeah, there's a lot to it. And, uh, you know, ODB passed away a long time ago, right. but you know, he was a pivotal member of Wu-Tang. But so yeah, our topic today is just looking at the last year and talking about who passed away yeah. and what they meant to us, uh, actors, uh, musicians, whatever, yeah. you know, somebody in the limelight of some sort. Yeah. Um, and we actually were recording this episode long before it will air, uh, but we uh, opened up the, the article we're going to work at today, and uh, the rapper Takeoff was actually just killed today. Mm-hmm. Um, or last night. Last night yeah. in um, a dice game in Houston, my hometown. And we had decided to do this podcast last night, right? <laughs> or the night before. Right, yeah. I think and it was then last night, yeah. we, and we were just talking about how many people just, I, I think I put like, oh, in the last week, we should just talk about the people that we lost in the last couple of weeks. And then either Robin or you was like, how about the last year? And I was like, the list is so extensive. And it I don't is. know if it's maybe because we have, um, the internet and social media that we're aware when people die, yeah. but like, it, it seems yeah. Mandy has a theory Everything has gone down since B. Arthur died. Like, B. Arthur was the start of the tidal wave of uh, us just losing all of our icons. And it also could be that we I, we are now at that age where all of the people that we right, grew up with yeah. are now aging out. That? But, like, we also yeah. have all those people like the Anne Hayes and the Leslie Jordans that, like, Random died accidents. kind of tragically. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the times, if reading, it's the internet, or just, like... Reading that article, I guess it came out that Han Haish was all yayed out when she was in that car accident. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I well, and that goes to, like, what, a couple years ago when Chris Cornell and, um... Yeah, that one uh, Lincoln Park guy. Oh, uh, Chester. Oh, Chester. Yes. Yeah, Chester. But then that was linked to, like, QAnon, and, like, they had some, you know, linked, I should say, quote-unquote, you see me air-quoting here, 
Um, there were all these links to the, the child pedophile pedophilia thing that was Ugh. going on. The government was hiding and the QAnon and, and Donald Trump were, yeah. you know. And so that was part of that. And I'm like, right. wait, 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 wait a minute. Yeah. Let's rewind <laughs> I mean, here it's a sad little bit. enough these guys killed themselves. And yeah. now we're, we're spinning all these interesting stories about like these child pedophile rings that, that fucking Chester Benningfield was trying to thwart. Like, yeah. like, what kind of comic books are we reading right now? Right. And again, I'm not discounting it. I don't know enough to say that you're full of shit, but like my instinct says, you're kind of full of shit. Yeah, totally. You know? So <laughs> they, they were saying that Chester was linked to QAnon? Yeah, like, so even Chris Cornell, they said that they found out about, so the, the, the theory is, and I'll butcher oh, it because like I don't know that. they were found out or whatever? Yeah, they found out. They were uh, in, they finally uh, <laughs> infiltrated and figured out who was part of this pedophile ring within the government. And Chester Benningfield and Chris Cornell, I don't know if they were working together or separately. Bennington. But found out, Bennington, found out these 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 truths, so-called truths, about oh, this child I pedophile see. ring within Got the it. government. And Got then it. they were killed and it was made to look like uh, oh. suicide. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, that's the Q, That's part of the that QAnon theory. theories. Yeah. Wow. That there's this big child pedophile ring going on. I mean, I knew about that, but I did not know that that was linked to that. Because I, oh man. Well, it was attempted to. I don't know if it really was or not, but I'm like, it's sad enough that Chris Cornell had the best voice in rock and roll for the past like 40 years. Yeah. And he just, you know, he hung himself or something. And the the thing is about like talking about the people that we've lost, that we've looked up to, artists or, you know, like you said, people in the public eye, it is, uh, it's a slippery slope because I think about, how we talk about those people after we lose them. And Ashley Judd released, or she uh, released an article like right after Naomi died about how like she had to come out four days after her mom's death or whatever to be like, hey, the autopsy is public record. I have to talk about this or someone else is going to. And like how people, once they've died, they people just decide that they've lost their right to privacy or to right. retain their dignity in their passing. And I think that's so true with like, not with, you know, Anne Heche or, you know, you start spinning conspiracy theories, you start, you know, talking about their own mental illness or their, yeah. like all, all these things. Yeah. And it's just like, that's what gets remembered a lot of the time and not about the contribution that they made. Right. And so it, it is something to think about, like, well, just it, how, how we talk about them after they pass. Well, so maybe... <laughs> So we, we have becomes... such a hard time dealing with death, yeah. right? At least in the West. Yeah. You know, we don't accept it. We try to run from it. We try to create these potions to live, let us live longer and cheat yeah. it. So in that same vein where we're trying so hard not to look at death and not to know what it is, do you think that we try to find justification in death by demonizing the people that had died I also, in, in a way? Yes. And I also think we do it because it keeps them alive. Mm, and okay. I think it keeps them present. Keeps the story going. It keeps their story going. Okay. I think that's people's way maybe of keeping this person alive. Like, let's keep talking about it. Let's keep rehashing it. Let's yeah. get more details. Let's, yeah. you know, like, I can't tell you how many, like, even, you know, after Michael Jackson passed away, like, how many years we talked about what happened to him. And, right. you know, and that's like, we just, I feel like the manner of death for a lot of these people that are in the public eye becomes the present thing that people talk about, you know, like even going to the Judd's concert, you know, talking about Naomi, like it was almost within the same sentence as just talking about how she died by suicide. And it's right. just like that it, if I were to pass in a tragic way or, you know, have succumbed to a mental illness in that way, like 
it makes me sad that maybe that's what people are going to talk about the most about what they remember about me. And so I kind of like made a conscious decision to just try to like, even with people who aren't in the public eye, like thinking about what they contributed while they were here Mm -hmm. and thinking about what they can still contribute from the afterlife and how they can still be with me when I do certain things and not thinking about so much that one tiny moment in their existence of, you know, when they transitioned. Right. So, I, you know, that's, you know, with the, with the past few people that have passed in my life, uh, that's the thing that I've learned to help them never die Yeah, is you look at the thing that you really love about that person, what, what they meant to you. Right. Mm -hmm. And and you look at that and say, okay, I'm going to emulate that in my life in my own way. And, and, and attribute that to that person. And in that way, they're, they'll never go. They'll yeah. never not be a part of your life because that is now influenced a part, part of your personality. Yeah. And it's typically usually a beautiful thing, you know? Yeah. And I think also, like, <clears throat> it makes thinking about them less sad. So right. if I'm not thinking about how they're not here, I'm not thinking about how sad it was, how they left. I'm not thinking about, you know, if they were in pain. I'm not thinking about that stuff. I'm focusing on the positive stuff that they brought to my life. Mm-hmm. Whether and that's I, a gratitude practice. Right, exactly. And I think that makes thinking about death easier is when you focus less on the actual moment of that mm-hmm. and more about the before and after how they can kind of contribute. Yeah. Like we're all gonna kick it sooner or later, yeah. You know, and it's just getting ready for it. Yeah, exactly. You know, meditation's helping me with that. Yeah, you know that understanding. Mm-hmm. All right, so Leslie Jordan. For those that don't remember Leslie Jordan, uh, biggest thing was probably Will and Grace. Yeah, that he was on. But Beverly he, Leslie on Will and Grace. Beverly Leslie. But he did a ton of stuff. Yeah, a ton of stuff. He's and a, I think he was. I mean, did you it, watch a lot of Will and Grace? I did. I did. Well, okay. Well, yeah. I With all due respect, I mean, it's I'm not a great. Well, that was like. When was I mean, that, like 98, 2000? Uh, I would say the early knots. Yeah, or, or oh, late early 90s, knots. early knots. Okay, then I'd say I'd probably watch two seasons of it. My, I, had, I had a girlfriend that used to watch that show. Yeah, okay, I was yeah. going gonna, gonna, gonna to be like, I'm like, you oh, just fucking great. Of yeah. course, I love me, love me yeah. some Will and Grace, man. Yeah, it's like, yeah, watch that and watch that. for Matt. 10 fucking years. Yeah, no, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little Grey's Grey. Anatomy sprinkled in there. That's call there. WG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do know. I, I do know. Uh, I, if you would have asked me, Leslie Jordan, I would not have known. But yeah. looking at but the face, but if Beverly like, Leslie, yeah, then you know who it is. Yeah. No, no, that and knows. I think he was also in the process of releasing like his first album. Like I think it's still oh. going to be released, but he was like. He did like a duet with Brandy Carlile recently, yeah. where he just like sat and sang and. Like it's uh, That's interesting. that one really hit me because I wasn't <laughs> expecting it, and he was so full of life. Yeah, that when Mandy was like Leslie Jordan died, I was like, what? Yeah, he's a very jovial person. Yeah, and it oh yeah, he um, he was he was like a a dolly essence where he was mm. like fully himself always, and I'm so envious of people like that. They're just always in their full self when whoever they're around, yeah. and. That's what that's what I like remembering about him. Plus, he was just funny as shit. Yeah, definitely. Just very kind person. Uh, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but the uh, Mariah Carey grunge album. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I what? That yes. Up. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. It's uh, so I've I've read a couple more articles about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it coming out? Yeah, there's there's no release date yet, oh but it's like everything says like yeah, Mariah's greenlighting it and like 
They really want to put it out there. Don't keep us and waiting. So she recorded this in while she recorded. Yeah. yeah, while she was recording uh, Butterfly, I guess it was, or whatever that big ass <laughs> album was. Oh, oh yeah, Butterfly. Yeah. So oh, like yes. the same time, she was like, rec- she was recording both because she was just experimenting with something new. Yeah, and they just shelved it because they yeah. didn't want it to fucking. Yeah, so hopefully that'll come out. Oh my God, Meatloaf died this year. I forgot. I'm just yeah, scrolling through yeah, all these Meatloaf, people. Meatloaf was awesome. I in that forgot movie, Black about Dog. Me- Did you ever see Black Dog, the Patrick Swayze trucker movie? Oh, uh, yeah, Meatloaf. yeah. I think I have. Meatloaf was the bad guy. In he was that. also you know, in Spice World. Yeah, he was great in Spice. He's World. you know he's Fuck, been a, he's been that. in quite a few movies, and it's always I never recognize him the first no. time around. You it's always the like, second time, or somebody's like Meatloaf. Meatloaf, and I'm like, what the fuck? Fucking Meatloaf. But yeah, Meatloaf died. But uh, Robbie Coltrane, Hagrid, yeah. Robbie Coltrane, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one, that Hagrid one broke me too. Away. No, but so yeah. I mean, you sent me this list last night, and I was we were rattling off, and obviously these ones up at the top are a little more notable. Yeah, there's. I didn't recognize a lot of these. Well, a lot of them. These are based on the date. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about either. Like, it's right. like starting this. I'm like, fuck. Okay, we're we're double whammy here. Like, yeah. you just well, it's chronologically. Over, just skipped over Angela list. Lansbury. <laughs> Not at all, man. Oh yeah, Angela, Angela Lansbury. She wrote, man. Yeah. yeah, dude. That was my. I jam. mean, did you actually you actually watch that shit? I did. Like when I yeah. saw it, when oh, yeah. she was, I saw the typeface. I'm like, oh, fucking. <laughs> I'm fucking out. WWF is over. You're not. <laughs> not the key we're demographic. Fucking, no, we're, no, yeah, I'm not the key demo. Huh? Not the key demo there, Shaw. That was bad. When I lived at mom's house and we didn't have cable, so oh, yeah. we kind of stuck with uh, watching whatever Angela the hell was Lansbury. on. So. Oh yeah, what else was she in? Matlock. We did some Matlock back uh, in the day. Well, you she. Know. Well, you I watch mean, Monk now, which is like pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. No, not, not anymore. Not man. that. You know, Dude, when it was relevant, I watched yeah, Tony I Shalhoub. Right. Do a podcast right? of me just making fun of Adam's programming. <laughs> just choice. yucking all over his yum, man. Yucking <laughs> all uh, over his yum. Trying to think if there's yucking all over his yum. Think if there's something embarrassing that I like to watch now. There's all kinds of weird shit I like to watch. Like, I love watching those docuseries on Netflix. Like oh, Explained yeah. Explained yeah, and History 101 and shit like that. There's a new well, uh, like Unsolved Mysteries. Aliens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have a couple What's alien episodes. What's that guy's name on Ancient Aliens again? The uh, uh, oh, uh, the really long name. My friend dressed up as Superman one year. He's yeah. got a great yeah. name. Oh, too. And his hair is just epic, man. Iconic. He's definitely the guy that's like, I've seen an alien yes. man. Like, yeah, yeah. Who's who you think yes, of when yeah. you think of ancient aliens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I've watched it so many times. Like I watched the credits. He's one of the executive producers of that show. Of course. Yeah, well, he's got he's his own spinoff shit, now man. too. Yeah. yeah. That, guy. that guy's doing things. He's making moves, man. <laughs> made... he, got, he tapped in. He's got help from the aliens. Now they're I'm, helping I'm, him out. I'm knocking on the door of perception and reality. <laughs> Fucking DJ answer it, Shadow, bro. Dude. Fucking DJ Shadow. <laughs> If you're listening, DJ Shadow, <laughs> I'm sorry for judging I'm you, sorry. Josh. I'm sorry, Josh. Yeah. Hey, uh, sorry, Josh. I didn't. I didn't I mean really, to judge I really, you. I was wearing Jankos, totally man. Come yeah, on, exactly. let's just right. assume. Let's just There's assume he's listening. Going let's on. just assume he's listening. I really dug the brain freeze thing you did with Cut Chemist. <laughs> uh, the newest album that that he's got out is uh, I don't remember the name of it, but he's got it's uh, it's got like Run the Jewels on there. Yes. Nas and Feral Monch got a, a song on there. So good. Uh, just like, Raekwon. Yeah. Adam uh, really appreciates your newest yeah. album that he can't <laughs> remember. Yeah. Hey, but I know all the tracks, man. And then yeah. he's got whole instrumental tracks in the back. It's good. It's man, good. Good on you. Thank you for that. Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> music, Josh. Thank, thank appreciate you, DJ Shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good shout out to DJ Shadow. Loyal listener. Eileen <laughs> uh, Ryan, which I don't know who she was. Know who uh, she's oh, the, the mother yeah. of the pens. Sean Penn. Oh, okay. So, Loretta Lynn. Oh, yeah, yeah Loretta, Loretta Lynn. Lynn. That was yeah. a big one. Her yeah, memorial service, musician. I think, was on Sunday. I missed it, oh, but right. um, right. that was fine. 
Sydney Portier. Uh, Coolio. Died oh, the, that's Coolio. So Coolio died the day after my mom. And so oh, the first yes. thing I was I, I was just like, robbed the I almost didn't text Faye. you, but well. I was like, <laughs> I need to text Adam about this because I remember there, I have a Coolio gift that you sent me that. <laughs> I that I screenshotted and saved, and it's still on my phone. And it was, can you make it in? You texted me, can you make it in by ten? And I said probably. And then you sent a gif of Gulli, of Coolio just being tipping the hat. And I'll remember that the rest of my life. And I was like, when I that was the first thing I thought of when Coolio died was that that you fucking sent me that. I mean, but when is the last time you listened to It Takes a Thief? Um. You know, randomly, like Fantastic Voyage will come on, or like Still great. Yeah. Paradise. Come it's all on. the way live off you the know. Eddie soundtrack. Yeah, but so the cool thing with the cool that passing, cooking show he had. The the yeah, that was kind of interesting. I just you know I love that he kept the hairstyle even when he went bald. He just had like yeah. six. Uh-huh. Like things oh, is that, that what right. that was? Yeah. Uh-huh. That like, dude, you look so we just trademark. Yeah, so he's dude. just another uh, foggly challenged hero. Yeah, and yeah. he he just literally like that's why his dreads were that way. It was just yeah, he pulled all his hair into like six dreads, and that was it. You know, well, his, had, like, hair probably way. was growing that way because it's been that way for thirty years. So and it's like this just, is this is my hair now. If you just, just lose happens. one dread, it's like okay, you just lost like a huge portion of uh-huh. your head. Yeah, yeah, growing back. Yeah. Yeah, but I just pictured my mom and Coolio. Yeah. And just like kicking it on a fantastic voyage, if you will. Yeah, on a fantastic yeah. voyage. I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. I appreciate that. Yes. My mom probably heard Coolio a few times listening to uh, growing up with us. Uh, Queen Elizabeth. Qu- yep. Yeah, Queen, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Save the Queen. That, um, uh, not, a, not as shocking, but it did feel yeah, like do we, do we border on shock when you're like almost that's what i mean digits? like i was yeah, like was that was one that we were yeah. all expecting because she was in her 90s but but really like thinking she died about in like a rollerblading accident that would fucking <laughs> shock me okay that would shock me i suspect foul play but thinking about <laughs> i suspect foul play the, thinking about how she has been the queen for everyone that i know for their whole life. Yeah, right. just the queen. Our yeah. parents, yeah. our grandparents. Yeah. Totally. Uh, my entire oh, generation. Yeah. The, like, we've only known this woman in that <laughs> seat. Yeah. And it felt like the monarchy should end now. Like, you know what Why I mean? Why do like, we even have them anymore? Well, they have we, no power. That's, that was my know? thing. It's outdated as fuck. It made sense to let her write it out. Right. But she should have been the last one. Yeah. And, and just been like, hey, you know what? It's 2022 I now. I am the last one. There can only be one. I am the last one. There can only be one. I was quoting, uh, I never saw it, that Sean Connery dragon movie where he's like, oh, the I'm dragon hearts. <laughs> I am yes. the last one. I'm the last one. <laughs> Oh, Dragon Heart. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that forever, but I, I saw that in the theater. Yeah. I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah, pretty yeah. sure I saw that in the theater. <laughs> but yeah, fuck the monarchy. But I just felt like, like, who you're gonna have fucking Prince Charles follow you that? Like, get out, get the fuck out of here. Just well, close I mean, it down. Uh, not to mention the fact that we, you know, Prince Andrew isn't, you know. Yeah, had, things are kind of falling off at yeah, the yeah, fringes. It might be a sign to just let the whole system go at this yeah. point. Oh, shit. I actually watched a documentary last Harry night about. Out. Um, yeah, right? Yeah, you know like it's, yeah. it's done. It's done. Yeah. On, uh, it was uh, on Explained on Netflix and it was, um, on the monarchies and yeah. why we still have them and all this stuff and how they're basically they're saying um, 
the majority of the countries that still have them prefer to have the monarchy and agree with them being there. Uh, but cause the devil, you know, is better uh, than the devil. You don't. Right. Probably, right. So. And, but they, 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 they take so much tax money. Like for yeah. example, the, the Royal family in, in uh, the Britain, they take about oh. $150 million a year of tax money. Just to live? Just to live. Yeah. Right? Oh, that palace then, is like fucking half the size of London. Right, but yeah. with yeah. that money, they can also purchase other things, right? Mm-hmm. They can purchase other properties. They can make investments with the money that they're getting from the taxpayers, yeah. right? right? And so, like, there's a little, you know, imbalance with that. But again, most people prefer, like, are okay with them being there. But, like you said, to what point? Like, yeah. they, they, they feel this false sense of security because it's all there's like a fairy tale. Yeah. Right? It's like kings and queens and palaces and balls and tradition and, all the things. Tradition, and ritual, yeah, jubilee you know? and all that shit. Yeah. But, you know, let's, let's understand what can be the next thing. Yeah. Or either that or like find a way to make it relevant again right. and make it, you know, but Keep the up voting the system has to be what's up. You yeah. know, we can't just have a family that's bloodline, you know, bred into ro- ruling the world. You, you know, saw that whatever. movie King Ralph with John Goodman, right? I did, yes. That I don't think I've ever seen that. fucking great Oh, really? <laughs> you I'm got all. Put that on like my list. Early, early 90s. King Ralph. Early, like, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm down. So, so, so if I'm remembering, because I think I rewatched that probably about 10 years ago, what <laughs> happens is they're they're like doing a doing a photo shoot of, like, the royal family at Buckingham Palace. Right? Like, all of them. Like, a fucking in front of the palace or whatever. And I guess they were all standing in a puddle, and they take the photo, and the entire royal family gets electrocuted. So the <laughs> distant, 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 distant air... <laughs> Is John Goodman. Is John Goodman, <laughs> who like lived in fucking Las Vegas. Right. King yeah. Ralph. King yeah, Ralph, Ralph is so good. Oh my god. Uh, well, see, that's the that's thing. Like, there's a, put that on the there's a lot of things Holy in the monarchy. I mean, speaking as an American, there's a lot of things wrong <laughs> in the monarchy. But that whole you are anointed by God just because you are in that uh, family, so you are qualified. Line. Oh yeah. It's so ass backwards. Oh, just all that like, like historical put the most qualified motherfucker like, in that house. Foot on his head. <laughs> well, exactly. It's like once you get to the point like where you're constantly trying to maintain that bloodline, you're yeah. inbreeding like a right. motherfucker. Yes. And then all of a sudden, I can't remember the name of them, but they were talking about it on the documentary last night. They they had the, the like sisters, the, the Hirschberg oh. jaw or something like that, because they inbred this family with cousins and cousins for so long. For the so Habsburgs. Many. Habsburgs. Yeah, that's that what I call French this, bulldogs. Like, French bulldogs are the Habsburgs of dogs. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Yeah, man. German royalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Habsburgs are like infamously, uh, yeah, inbred. incest. Yeah, that's but yeah, crazy. like it's just it, yeah, it's just crazy, and it doesn't make like it, it just has so many backwards. I can't believe and, you like, haven't seen yeah. King Ralph. I can't you, either. That's right up my alley. I'll watch it tonight. Yeah, I'll watch it tonight. Great yeah, movie. For sure. Great movie. King uh, Ralph. Uh, Anne Heche. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, Bob Saget. Oh, yeah. Bob. Yeah. See, and that was the thing is, like, you were talking about, like, everyone wants to know why, and I'm like, oh, I know Bob Saget was getting down. You know, that was my theory. Yeah. Apparently, I you know, from general, and this is the thing is, we always still feel like we we owe an answer. We don't, they don't know what yeah. shit. But it's like, you know, from, from the Bob Saget vibe was that he right. hit his head. Yeah. 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 Went to bed with a headache, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Natasha Richardson. Died. Yeah. Yep. That's fucking savage. Yeah. That's crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, Never saw Grease, but yeah. Olivia Newton John. Oh, li- yeah, Olivia Newton John. Yeah. Never saw yeah. Grease, though. That one. Uh, never have? Yeah, yeah. Never saw Grease. Sandy. Yeah, no, never actually. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was a good Johnny T. <laughs> that was pretty Johnny good. T. Johnny T. Johnny T. Sandy. <laughs> Uh, in the wagon. I don't know the fuck that's that a, is. Leave it to Beaver, uh, guys. You Tony get, Dow. You, you oh, know Tony what? Dow. You should bypass Greece and watch Greece too. 
Because Grease just, 2 just is over. amazing. It's Michelle Pfeiffer. And the 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 I, I enjoy Grease 2 more than I enjoy Grease. I don't know if I've seen Grease 2 more than once. Oh, you should watch I've it. Seen it's it. Mandy's favorite one of Mandy's favorite movies. It's like <laughs> Clue and then Grease 2. We have Clue? like we have two Grease. Clue. I haven't you seen haven't seen Clue? I've seen Clue. That's one of her favorite movies. That is her favorite movie. I'm gonna have movie. to rewatch she that has, movie because I didn't has, know that was anybody's favorite. She has Mrs. Peacock movie. tattoo on her back. She has a portrait of Miss Peacock tattooed on her calf, and then she has their uh, her monologue tattooed on her other calf, of like. I don't know okay. who I am or, or where I am or what I'm doing here, but I'm determined to enjoy myself. My, the soup's good, isn't it? Like, wow, it's yeah. Okay, yeah, it's I have good. to give it another shot. Flames. I saw it once and I was like, yeah. Well, I heard, On the it, was side a, of my I heard face. it was a weird movie, and that's I haven't seen it. It's yeah. kind of a very niche sub. Uh, like I, I remember, I remember renting it a bunch as a kid at Blockbuster, okay. and we watched it a ton, mainly because the the maid was really hot. It was uh, oh god, what was her name? Connie something. Or the actress's Chung. name? No, no, no. Connie Chung. Um, <laughs> Connie Chung. Was it news reporter yeah. Connie Chung? <laughs> <laughs> Eileen Brennan. It's got. It's a stack. Madeline Kahn's in it. Fucking. It's a stack cast. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is her name? Connie Chung. God. Uh, you Colleen Camp. Paul Servito. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Good oh, the Sopranos dude, right? Dude, he was well, that, fantastic also... in Money Talks. Money Talks, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was Money Talks <laughs> dad. Yeah, yeah, he was great. <laughs> Underappreciated. <laughs> <laughs> Late 90s comedy. Charlie Sheen and Chris Tucker. Yeah, it's so good. What's his name? Uh, he's, uh... <laughs> is he or is he not Victor Moskid? Victor Moskid, right? He's Victor Moskid. He was great in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably one of his family's favorite in his canon. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, he's got a whole room dedicated yeah, to money talks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that. That was good, fellas. Yeah. But here, this is me and Chris Tucker. This is my money talks you're, entryway. Here, Paul Sorvino. This is me and Chris Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking the bad guy off Roadhouse. <laughs> Brad Wesley. Brad Wesley. Uh, Ivana Trump. Uh, yeah. 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 Look, she doesn't even look happy in this picture. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. Oh, I uh, so uh, you know. I don't know why she would be happy with the children and the family that she had to deal with, uh, yeah, but that's fair. true. That's fair. probably a bit. Um, I uh, I always find the tax evasion things very interesting. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and uh, and I was reading you one watch about American Greed. Uh, yeah, I have. Mm. I have that yeah, show. yeah. Um, it it just it's it interests me to just like to know the why and the how and like oh my god that's there's so many like, little loopholes going on yeah. right in a way that's who would have fucking figured that out uh, so I I I read one about Donald Trump and I'm not like like going on record here we go hot take here not saying here we go but so uh, what I read was at the Mar-a-Lago uh, golf course or states yeah. whatever right um, it's uh, it's registered as a cemetery. And um, in adjacent to one of the holes on the golf course in the woods is believed to have been buried um, one of his wives. Legally buried. Not like shady, shady, like t- hot take FBI. Oh, Ivana's right? there. Yeah, right. Yeah. B- buried there, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and because of that, he doesn't have to pay taxes yeah. because it's a registered cemetery in Florida, it doesn't. There's no stipulation on how many bodies you have to have in a cemetery to have it become a cemetery, or mm. that you have, or that you have to accept more bodies. Mm. So he has Ivana buried 
uh, on uh, Mar-a-Lago and pays no taxes because yeah. of that. I and thought that was the interesting, interesting part about that is my first thought was why would he st- being her ex-husband right. still be able to make decisions on where she lays to rest. I can't imagine that in her will, like he would still have any control. So my second thought like was the people that would probably have control are her kids. And that made me sadder. Mm. Was that her kids probably had to be the ones, not probably like were the ones to make that decision. Yeah. And that broke my heart for her. As, yeah. Like, I don't, Oof. I'm not a huge fan of that woman, but I mean, she was still a human being and that sucks. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's tough. Mm. Hmm. Um, yeah, it was a lot easier when they were married and he was just at home alone, too. In <laughs> <laughs> her first wives' club cameo. I'll, I, I like to remember her for that. Who the fuck is don't, that? I don't uh, recognize her. Let's get yeah, mad. Get the Mary, everything. Mary Mara. I don't, I don't know who she is. Uh, She's, Andre uh, Leon Talley. He was the, uh, he's a big fashion icon. Um, uh, he, he passed. Oh, uh, Ray Liotta. Yeah, Ray Liotta was going to be the one that, one. that uh, another Goodfellas. Yeah, but, Goodfellas uh, one, yeah. Honestly, uh, probably more famous and more impactful was he was the voice of uh, Tommy Bersetti on Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> that's right, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right. his main credit. Well, uh-huh. Like, I mean, but like I mean, all that billions shit. billions of people played well, that Well, no, game, but I played that know? game for fucking hours. Totally. And it was just, you know, that's Ray Liotta doing all that shit. Yep. I... I I remember because I never played it. I, I, so I played it like a handful of times, oh, yeah. but oh, yeah. uh, people in the house that I lived in at the time played it a lot. So I kept hearing the voice, and for the longest time, this is before the internet was prevalent. Like yeah. I couldn't just Google who the fuck that was. Yeah, you know? yeah. this is like yeah. just PlayStation. And so I'm just yeah. like, yeah. who the? Yeah. I just for the longest time, like I just don't know who that fucker is. And then finally, somebody told me Ray Liotta. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. Well, genius. The game genius after choice. that, Samuel L. Jackson's on the game after oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it's, I guess it's more, it's way more common now. Yeah, yeah. Like, way yeah. more common now. For sure. Yeah. Well, oh, there you go. Yeah. Naomi Judd. Yeah. Yep, Naomi yeah, Judd. So, yeah, that was a sad one. I'm in the, uh, I'm in the process of reading her um, autobiography, which she yeah. released, like, back in, like, 2017. Um, but, and of course, listening to an audiobook, and she's reading it, and, uh, I felt like I, I didn't want to I didn't want to read it for a long time because it felt heavy. And then after her passing, I was like, I just would like to listen to her voice for a little bit. And so uh, I'm reading that right now or listening to that right now. Oh but, yeah. But yeah, she was um, an underrated songwriter, and she was uh, a good, just uh, I feel like a good light in this world, and maybe had some, uh, the other thing too is that the. The Judd family dynamic mm. really mimics my own family dynamic in a mm. lot of ways. And so I felt really connected to all of their issues because right, it's right. like, and so I feel like that's why I, I feel really close to them. Cause it's just, to, yeah. yeah, totally. Um, that's yeah. interesting. Mm. Well, and, uh, you know, you said underwrite under, uh, underappreciated songwriter. Uh, a lot of that always changes when people pass. Yeah. You know, people really get a chance to relook at the catalog. And now I'm sure this, the judge will be exposed to a whole new, de- new demographic of younger totally. people that can now carry on that as well. You know, so that's hopefully. She only wrote nine songs and all of them were platinum. Wow. Like to, like to be able to, to have that kind of talent is huge. Like, yeah. and she wasn't like a Dolly where she was busting out 5,000 songs. And yeah. I mean, no shade at all to Dolly, but like just, you throw enough shit nine. at the wall. Either, yeah, yeah, throw <laughs> enough shit at the wall. There is no shit coming yeah. out of Dolly. It's all 5,000 songs are all great. Yeah. But like to be able to just bust out less than 10 songs and have them all just be bangers, like that's that's a testament to how talented she really was. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah. And she's, uh, I think she was just really incredibly smart as well. Like she was a nurse. She uh, was like very well spoken, well read, very interested in like scientific uh, diagnoses and all that stuff. And I think they're the thing you said, like we, we find out a lot more about after people pass and, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And cough, I hope, cough, cough. I hope people remember her for all of the good that she brought in this world and not, not, you know, how she left us. Yeah, yeah definitely. For sure. Oh shit. Gilbert, about- Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, Gilbert. Yeah. I forgot about him too until I saw this article. I'm like, well, Cause it was God, a couple days between him and Bob, right? So when you think yeah, about him, right, yeah. when you think about him, I, I automatically think of the fucking schoolmaster problem child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Problem child. Uh, that was great, great character. Oh, I mean, he pretty God. much played the same character. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, Gilbert I mean, Godfrey. Gilbert <laughs> Godfrey was a character. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like uh, I remember, I was listening to Howard Stern, and they had a voicemail from Gilbert Godfrey, and it was just his non like. Nah, nah, nah. It was just like, "Hi, it's Gilbert." I uh, <laughs> yeah, go. was just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. His actual Hi, it's voice. Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I one. I think it might have been one of you guys that told me that i was like holy shit that's i just always pictured him as that like bobcat goldwith like, right I yeah pic- that's just his I voice yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, went yeah, home yeah, and you're like yeah, yeah. yeah honey you can have it <laughs> 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 like, what the fuck is wrong yeah. with you come on i wondered that and then i'm like that guy was married to nikki cox at one point i'm like he barely doesn't always talk like <laughs> yeah. that Yeah. Well, I guess it's kind of like Adam Sandler, you know, when he first started coming out in movies, he was doing that like high pitched, like the Billy Madison Madison voice. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, really, like, even on SNL, his characters all kind of had that, and he kind of, yeah, lost yeah. that. Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, I mean, he was, uh, what? He was, uh, uh the, uh, the parrot in Aladdin. Yeah, right? yeah. that's yeah, a big that was, one. That was a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Love me some Got Gilbert Louis Godfrey. Anderson. Yeah, fucking Louis Anderson. You yeah. Life to be fair, Louis? I thought Louis Anderson died like ten years ago. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. To be fair, I thought he died right after coming to America. It was America like one of those Mandela out. effect things. I'm like, oh shit, he's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, he's dead now. Fuck. Right now, I'm working on lettuce. Maybe I can work on fries. <laughs> he's great. That was a good character for him coming to America. Uh, Taylor Hawkins. Taylor that was, Hawkins. Uh, that was shit. Yeah. Yeah, did you see that his son's been playing the drums for I was just going to say that. That was That's just so heartwarming. the best. And watching Dave Grohl like lock eyes with him because he was, I think he was getting a little off beat and just having him look at him with his guitar like, you got this, you got this. Mm-hmm. He fucking killed it. Yep. 15. My brother told me that uh, uh, David Grohl's daughter tours with him as a backup singer. Oh, well, that, oh. Like, dude, what the fuck? That's so cool. That's just... That's so damn cool. It wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Say what you want about nepotism, but if I was a nepotism baby, I would take full fucking advantage. We're like... Debt to the fucking royal family. No, but dude. Like, you're like, yeah, but I'm like, you know, but Dave Grohl is doing for... shit. You know, the that, royal yeah, family's like, just existing. Yeah, you're 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 raising that kid right. Yeah. taking him on tour with you and fucking yeah. having that shit, man. That's great. Yeah, Taylor Hawkins, that dude was a fucking maniac on the drum. And you know, yeah. uh, I think a lot. Uh, one thing that maybe people don't realize is that Taylor Hawkins was Alanis Morissette's drummer. Yep. For Jagged Little Pill. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, toured with Alanis Morissette. Wow. And uh, there's a documentary on HBO called wow. Jagged, and so it's uh, just about her rise to fame wow. for Jagged Little Pill, and he's in that a bunch. But I had 
I did not know that he was no her idea. drummer. And there was another, oh, there was another thing. Oh, Cheryl Crow uh-huh. was the guide track singer. So the, um, the person in a, a famous singer's ear that keeps them on the, the right key. Okay. Uh, Michael Jackson's guide track singer. Cheryl Crow. Cheryl fucking Crow. Wow. Yeah. That's two things I learned today. I know. What a guide track singer is mm-hmm. and that Cheryl Crow was one of them. I know. So there's like, yeah. Wow. Important people that did stuff with other artists that I completely didn't know That's about. That's fucking cool. Yeah. I think uh, Alicia Keys used to be a songwriter for the longest time. Yeah. And then she never sang her own songs until mm-hmm. finally she had to one time. Fallen. There was a... Uh, you told me that story about Barry White. Barry White, White. yeah. had to fucking yeah. lay down some melody or some shit. Totally. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was... Uh, he... Uh, it might have been Barry Gordy. He was sending. He was he was a songwriter for Motown for the longest time, mm-hmm. and uh, and he just wrote this song and he was really excited about it. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, and uh, I'm, let's call him Barry Gordy. Quincy Jones is Quincy yeah. Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. And Quincy Jones had a uh, yeah all cues. Uh, <laughs> 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 and, uh, <clears throat> so he had he had this band in the studio and uh, and and. Uh, Barry White just wrote the song, and he's usually they'll you know record, have somebody record it and send it, don't write it and send it. Didn't have time to do that, so he was like, "Well, just sing it to him in the studio, and we'll see if we can get it." And uh, and so Barry White sang it, and Quincy Jones was like, "Rewind." Why the fuck aren't you singing your own fucking songs? What is this bullshit? Like, what the hell is going on? And he's like, "I don't know." And that's how Barry White got his got his break. Theoretically, that was the story that I heard. Like, that's fucking dope. And now he's responsible for so many, so many babies. children, so many, so many children. children in this world. Who, yeah, who would know? They're, they're first. I don't know who let Alicia Keys not sing her own songs. Like who, who, who hears her <laughs> sing her a song and then be like, "Oh, I could sing that." Yeah, just being no, like, no. "You take that, bitch." Next, please. Like, no, man. Fucking, yeah, that girl's got a powerhouse voice. Yeah. And I love, I love the amount of collaboration she's doing right now. Yeah. Like, she's working with so many different songwriters. Randy Carlisle, you yep. mentioned earlier. They yep. have a great fucking song together. Yes. Uh, even Brandy Carlisle is doing a lot of shit. She did a oh, she's uh, song with uh, Marcus Mumford recently. Yep. On, yep. Uh, on his new album. Yeah. That's a fucking great-ass song. Yeah, I just saw a video of them doing it last night. Yeah, William Hurt. I'm just going to scroll by these guys. I don't know who these people are. William Hurt. I feel uh, like that is, guy was in a bunch of shit. He was in a ton of shit. You would know. Uh, I think he was the general in Black Hawk Down. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, know yeah, who I got William him. Hurt yeah, is, I got yeah. William Hurt. Yeah. yeah. He was big, uh, big in causes. the 90s. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. He's in front of the Marvel Civil War world premiere. I never yeah. saw that shit, so I wouldn't know. I get down with those Marvel movies. Get oh, I fucking love them. Yeah, yeah, I love that shit. Children of a Lesser God. It's good. Marley Matlin movie. Yeah. Broadcast News. Uh, Chris Havine. Never heard of no, that. No, no, Havane. Louis Anderson. Oh, that me love. Andre Leon Talley. No. Oh yeah, that was the guy that <coughs> I said earlier that he's a he's a fashion fashion ah, icon. Fashion. So the gotcha. the gay community that was a big that was a big loss for the the gay community. A mm. lot of he did a lot of stuff for advocacy and. Mm. Bob yeah, Saget. Bob yeah, Saget. That was a tough one. Teddy Ray. Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier. Yes. He was an icon, man. He was. That he, guy. I See, I grew up watching him in the movie Sneakers, which is like, you know, with Robert Redford and like River Phoenix and shit. Did you ever see Sneakers? I don't think. Well, fuck, man. It was like 90s. It was a 90s movie. Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. Oh, shit. You got to get some sneakers. That's probably... <laughs> and this Sidney Poitier canon probably doesn't hold a candle to the Academy Award. Right. <laughs> yeah, that he's been given. With all due respect, 
<laughs> Golly. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to start my Sydney Poitier fucking uh, journey with sneakers. Yes, start, please. Yeah, with Sydney Poitier, you want to start backwards. <laughs> <laughs> start with the new stuff. Uh, it's a fashion guy, I'm sure. Is it? Uh, I feel like Sydney Poitier might have been on Will and Grace for a minute. I might be lying might about have been, that. If, I if might Adam be lying Storr's about that. Check out it. He it must have been seasons three or onwards. <laughs> yeah. He was he was also in Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad. He was, he in, was, he Ghost was in Ghost Dad. Dad. That's oh, your buddy. Shit. He was in Fuck Ghost yeah, Dad. God damn it, dude! I wish they could just like replace Bill Cosby's character, like. Superimposed somebody else. What a else. fucking terrible human being! <clears throat> Man, oh my god, that's such a funny movie, and I just feel so shitty. Yeah, I you and your brother quote Ghost Dad all the fucking time. <laughs> Eat shit. No thanks. I'm trying to quit. No thanks. <laughs> it's just a great fucking lie, man. It's in Ghost Dad. It's context is contextual, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, who's coming to dinner? Raisin in the sun. I'm just looking up all of them. Jay Weaver, basis uh, of. Oh, he died of COVID. Oh, that's a bummer. Oh, really? Yeah, down, you get down here, it's like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Dan Reeves. <laughs> You're a big sports guy. You yeah. remember that influential uh, offense that he rolled out with the Falcons, <laughs> Adam? So I, uh, so. <laughs> should have done man to man, bro. Yeah. <laughs> should have called an audible. Should have run it. Should have done man to man. So, uh, so I was down in Texas on Friday during uh, World Series game one. At yeah. my brother's house. Yeah. Oh, the lost, swings right? on that game. And uh, because it was, yeah, they went up 5-0 yeah, pretty yeah, early yeah. on. And then people came back. And there was probably about 30 or so people at my brother's house. Like, you had people over. And uh, it, it was all fun and festives. You know, it was our family, cousins, uncles, friends, all kinds of people. And my brother's got these two uh, replica uh, National League championship rings. Mm. They're fucking gigantic. They're gigantic. And so he was wearing one and he made me wear one. And I'm like, like my arm was yeah. like hitting the ground. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And you know how much I love sports. So uh, my daughters and I, we did a puzzle. <laughs> so we're doing a puzzle. And, during the uh, World Series. During the World Series in game Houston. one in yeah, Houston. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's funny. And uh, so the game went south. Right, yeah. so in the beginning, everybody's having a good time. It was great, laughter, people drinking, all that fun. And then the game went south, and uh, my brother's wife Teresa, who's a, a fantastic human being, I love her to death. But when she, I've I've not seen intense fan Teresa yet, uh, oh. and man, that was a sight to be seen. <laughs> it was so funny. That woman's got so much personality. So she's like. She's like bouncing around left and right, you know, like foot to foot. And she's like, okay, okay, oh my God, okay, this isn't working. Everybody do something different. <laughs> yes. You go over there, you wear this hat, take <laughs> off your shirt, here, give them that ring. Adam, stop doing the puzzle. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh my God, what's going on? This is like a fire drill. Like, I have a friend of mine so who is a diehard funny. Seahawks fan, and anytime that they're losing, she goes to the kitchen. <laughs> And so any so anytime that the Seahawks are losing, she gets a flood of texts from from all of our friends, like in our group chat, of like Alicia, 
Trisha, go to the kitchen. Go to the kitchen immediately. She's like, I'm already here, bitch. I'm already, I'm already in the kitchen. There was the a kitchen. woman there in the kitchen, at our, in our kitchen, that kept going to the bathroom. Like, every time... Every time a new batter got up, she would go to the bathroom. Nope. So and now, that was her thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then she came back one time and she's like, it didn't work. There was a dog in there and it kissed my face. It broke the record. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, the superstitions in sports are just fucking yeah. bonkers. There are people, yeah. I, uh, Meanwhile, I'm, the batter's like, I'm going to strike out because that lady's in the bathroom. And then, <laughs> yeah. Fucking you, Joan, you got it. <laughs> you fucking think that they go fucking, to the locker room just being like, those Joan. goddamn motherfuckers weren't switching it up enough at home. Yeah. That's why we fucking lost fucking Joan see <laughs> so he, he's over here thinking mom he's like fuck you Joan who lives at 1019 yeah. bottom swallow place <laughs> fuck that you dog you know what you did you know what you did <laughs> we all know oh my god one yeah. that isn't on the 2022 list because technically it was 2021 but it was only a day is Betty White so we should put her into the 20 because uh, she just said that was fly. New Year's Eve she's like fuck this yeah yeah, yeah. Betty White had enough of this. Were you trying yeah. to go to a list of dead athletes? Is yeah, that what you're trying I, to get to? I was like, oh, let's, let's do that. Let's, uh, <laughs> See how let's many of these people you haven't heard of? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, just a, it's just a cavalcade of Dave old Herman. white guys. Fucking Dave Herman, man. <laughs> look at that guy. Well, yeah, that guy. That, oh, I know Dave. Yeah, I know Dave. He probably, he, yeah, this, he's from the, the realm where they just had that one plastic bar that went in front of <laughs> yeah, the face. The, yeah, the, the, face the, the other guy's doing the only quarterback pose that existed up until like 1975. Like, if you played on a team, you go get your picture taken, you sit there yeah. with the soccer ball on yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, really? My, my uncle's been doing that for, like, 50 years now. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. It's Good so money f- in that. No uncle, kidding. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's constant. But it's so yeah. funny just, like, just seeing the progression of, like, the photography of that era, you know, of that type of field. It's it's so interesting. Also, like, uh, dance classes. The yeah. same pictures of, like, when I was in tap or ballet. Like, there, oh, were, there were, you know, little poses that you had to fucking strike. And then uh-huh. we took home our little pictures memories oh yeah they make a, like uh they make uh, baseball cards like sports cards for people now like, oh yeah this. yeah oh like Tori got some nice. after he got signed with the from the to the marlins he um he got a, a pack of baseball cards that the the, the, the as a signing part you know oh. they were like just flimsy like yeah, little yeah, things yeah. but we had him here at the barbecue, and uh, he was signing autographs for all the kids oh, and shit. And the so kids cool. were like, "Oh my god, I got a major league baseball!" <laughs> yes. It was cute and it was great. Yeah. yeah. Well, anything else on uh, people that passed? Did we miss anybody? I'm sure we did. Yeah. You know? I'm- Sure, no, I'm pretty like sure more. we covered all the deaths every, of 2020. Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. there there was someone who passed <clears throat> that Mandy was super bummed about. There's a band called Lavender Country, and it's uh it is a it's a gay country band. And she so the day that the Loretta Lynn died, she had gotten dressed for work and put on her Loretta Lynn shirt that she doesn't like to wear because she just assumes people will think she's like racist or something yeah, like that because she's like yeah. ultra aware for Southern roots Adam and all that. Adam can't wear his stars and bars as much as he wants right, to. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she hadn't worn it in forever and she's just like, ah, oh, today I'll just throw it on. And then like a couple hours later, like we found out that she, she'd passed. She did the same thing with her Lavender Country shirt. She wore it the other day 
And then a couple hours later, found out that the guy from Lavender Country passed. Yeah, so I'm that, like, you that, have that, to that, stop. Wearing that, shirts. that old no more gay dude, that, 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 that guy who was the gay country icon guy. I, th- I, I don't I think I know really who you're know. talking yeah. about. I think I read about that guy on the list. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear him. He had a very tasteful... Him. So let me, let me look up his name called? so we can put some credit to his name. Lavender, okay. what's the name of the band? It's called Lavender Country. country. Patrick Haggerty. Patrick Yeah, Haggerty. yeah. It dies at 78, yeah. Hmm. So mm-hmm. he was a pioneering gay country musician. So that was one that wasn't on the list. That should have been. That's bold. Yeah. That's a, that's a rough genre to be. Yeah. And, and not he's not a young dude. Series. You know yeah. what I mean? Most like accepting genre yeah. as a straight white male. I don't find it very accepting. And that's, that's, you know, kind of their bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm their key demo. <laughs> Country music. That is. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, yeah. we'll see you next time. Happy day of the dead, everybody. Happy day of the dead. Dude, oh, Dia de Muertos. One last thing. Yeah. I always heard of Dia de los Muertos. You know, for the longest time, Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. And just recently, I just, I've been hearing Dia de Muertos. And even I was in PV last year, uh, Puerto Varta, last year at this time, and there was, they had Dia de Muertos signs. And I'm like, I have, I have no idea. And so I was hanging out with a woman the other night. Uh, she was doing the sound bath with me. And, um, and she's got Hispanic heritage. So I asked her, I'm like, hey, do you know why the, they dropped the los? Or is it, am I saying it wrong? Or yeah. what the fuck happened? And she goes, well, so her opinion is um, that because of, uh, because Los uh, generally moves towards masculinity oh. because it's a, it's a uh, patriarchal, like it just covers oh, yeah, both yeah, yeah, genders, yeah, right? Because right, right, right. So there's feminine at like Los try- and Los. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So they're trying to, to, to neutralize it by taking oh. out the Los because it implies the dead because yes. day of dead, day of the dead. So... The the is implied, so they're dropping the lows to neutralize it, so they can be more accepted universally. Wow. I'm like, that's great. That's, I hope that's the reason why. I also and if hope not, that that's the reason. That's what that's the reason why I'm going to start saying Dia de Muertos. Yes, as so. as am I. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Now we can say bye. <laughs> bye. Peace.